Welcome to this evening of celebration. I am Pastor Jason Ackerman, and it is my honor to host this evening. Tonight we come together to celebrate the ministry of Pastors Jim and Pam. Their life of ministry started over 37 years ago and continues into tomorrow. From Maine to Tulsa to Erie, and now to adventures and destinations beyond what they had ever imagined. In early September of last year, Pastor Jim shared with me that the Lord woke him up in the middle of the night and told him, this is a time of rejoicing. And so now we rejoice. Now we celebrate. Tonight we come together to celebrate the faithfulness of God Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. We celebrate a God who sees the end from the beginning and leads us in ways of victory and triumph. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth and it stands fast. We celebrate the God who calls into lives of love and sacrifice for his glory. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And finally, we celebrate the God who keeps all of his promises. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Let us stand and worship our God. Hallelujah. Tonight, dear God, our hearts seek to honor you. We worship and we praise you, for you are faithful. You are good and you do good. We invite you here with us tonight. We thank you, Father, for the life and ministry of Pastors Jim and Pam. Every good and perfect gift is from your hand. And what a gift these two precious pastors have been and continue to be to each one of us. Bless them tonight as we pour out our love and appreciation to them. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Pastor and Pam, I invite you to come up to the stage, have a seat, and get comfortable, for we have much to share with you tonight. Good evening to all of you. I'm Liz Ackerman, the blessed wife of this guy right here. It is my honor to present some of our gifts that we have for Pastor and Pam tonight. How do you sum up a life of ministry? How do you sum up countless hours of prayer and study and intercession? Hearts seeking to bring heaven to earth, lives poured out in love and service to their Savior and his church. How do you measure it? and weigh it, and properly appreciate it. I don't think that it's possible. But what you can measure, and weigh, and see, and appreciate is the fruit. And the fruit of a life of ministry is people. It is lives changed, and hearts transformed for the kingdom of our great God. This book has been created and filled with the stories, memories, 
and thanks of a grateful community of believers that extends far beyond the walls of this building. This book is filled with precious fruit. On the cover, we have placed our globe. This is the globe that was lovingly, meticulously, and painstakingly conceived, designed, and installed in the entryway of our church. It says, For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Isaiah 56, 7. This is the heartbeat of our pastors. I want to take a minute to read just a few of the loving words that are here. Pastor Jim, thank you for standing on the word of God and for growing us up in the Lord. We walk by faith and not by sight. You have taught us well. Blessings. Pastors Jim and Pam, thank you for your friendship and faithfulness to King Jesus. We each and all are the richer for having you in our lives. And one more. Pastor Jim and Pam, I have sat in your church under your teaching for two decades. You have helped form the core foundations of my faith, and that can never be altered. I am now raising my family here. This is our home, and you are our family. We love you, respect you, honor you, and are so excited to see God use you in new ways. Pastor and Pam, this is the fruit of a lifetime of ministry, but there are many more pages to fill as you begin new adventures and enter new spheres and realms of influence. This evening, you will have the opportunity to add to these notes if you have not already done so. There is an area for note writing in the lobby at our kids' ministry desk. I encourage you to add your words of love to this gift during the reception. I know that Pam in particular will drink over every word over and over again. And for Pastor Jim, I have a special edition for the book here. It says, Dear Pastor Jim, we have recently learned that you, one of our biggest fans, will be entering a new season after over 37 years of service. We are both thrilled and honored to commend you on for your long and distinguished career. Your service reflects the spirit that guides the New England Patriots. I know. <clears throat> and their fans worldwide. We respect the loyalty and commitment that you have displayed over the years. <clears throat> we salute you for a job well done. We wish you the very best for happiness and success in the future. Your commitment and dedication have been an inspiration for those who know you. Thank you for your unwavering support of the New England Patriots. We could not have done it without fans like you. I'm just reading. <clears throat> we look forward to the years ahead, especially knowing that we have such great fans. Congratulations sincerely, the New England Patriots. <clears throat> Man. <laughs> wow. 
I have two more things to present. This is a letter from one of our LCA teachers that I'd like to read. Pastor Jim and Pam, let me first start off by saying thank you for following the Lord's leading nearly 40 years ago and making Erie your home and starting a church. Countless lives have been changed for eternity and pointed to Jesus out of your obedience. Every single day that I've come to work for the past 13 years, I've been privileged and blessed to teach at Leadership Christian Academy. To speak the living Christ into children's lives each day is a high calling, and your endless support of the vision of the academy to empower this generation of God's leaders has never been taken for granted. It is amazing to see children's hearts hungry for the Lord and have the opportunity to teach them about life from a biblical perspective. As my own children are now entering adulthood, Ken and I see the transformational influence that their education at LCA had on their lives and how the foundation that was laid here has been something that they have come back to over and over again. Even as the world continues to exert its influence, they know truth and have that to ground them in uncertain times. As a new chapter of life is being opened up to you, the first and second grade class has come up with some ideas of things for you to do. Enjoy. That's from Cindy Spiker. And I'm just going to share a few of these pictures. Dear Pastor Jim and Pam, I hope that you can visit your son in Pittsburgh. In Christ, Natalie. Justin. Very nice. Very nice. Play at the park with your grandchildren. You guys like that? Sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. Get a dog. And take it for a walk. I saw a dog in one of those pictures, a little white fluffy. Yeah? There's a story that goes with that dog. Ah, there's always a story that goes with a dog, I have found. Yes. And finally, there's there's a whole pile, but we're just going to end with, um, let's see, God loves you, and we do too. Here is an idea for you when you retire. Go to Waldemere. And finally, in a staff meeting, Pam told the story of Susanna Wesley, the mother of John and Charles Wesley. She herself was the youngest of 25 children and grew up to be a pastor's wife with 10 living children of her own. She could often be found sitting with her kitchen apron pulled up over her head. She would assume this position for two hours almost every day, praying, anytime and anywhere that she had need. When the apron went up, the children knew that mama was praying. Having my own family of eight children, I can very much relate to this woman's need for constant prayer. But this is the heart's cry of our Pastor Pam. Prayer, prayer, prayer. She has shown us and taught us and implored us over and over that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. She is a woman of sincere, passionate, faithful, and effective prayer. Proverbs 3.3 3 says, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. And so, I present you, Pastor Pam, with this scarf. On it is printed 30,000 words of New Testament scripture, starting in the book of Matthew. May it bless you and wrap you in mercy and truth as you enter this new season of miraculous prayer and ministry. Greetings, Pastor Jim and Pastor Pam. 
It's a great honor to uh, see what is happening in our midst. We're sorry we couldn't be there. Juana and I are wishing you the greatest blessing. I know that when God pulls us out of one phase of building the kingdom, he always puts us into another phase. So I'd just like to share with you a verse of scripture found in 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. It says, your eyes have not seen, neither have your ears heard, neither has it even entered into your imaginations with this next chapter in ministry holds for you. We're excited about it, looking forward to it. God bless you, and we'll talk to you later. Hello, Pastor Jim and Pam. Surprise, God bless you on this very special day, and I'm honored to be a part of this great celebration of your life and your faithfulness to the ministry. And I love you both so much. Thank God for our friendship. I look forward to having some more fun times with you and the fun icebreakers that we always have at Rama Retreat and uh, sitting back in your beautiful garden, Pam. And I just love you both so much. And I thank God for your life. And I pray that this new season of your life is filled with joy and an overabundance of the blessings of God. Love you lots. Bye-bye. My wife and I feel very honored to be a part of this service. Thank God for Pastor Jason. Simplicity, love, and service are the ingredients that characterized Pastor Jean and Pastor Pam Dumont. Because when the gospel comes in simplicity, it is well understood. When life is exhibited in love, simplicity, and service, it is well easy to be treated according to James chapter 3, verse 17. Over the years, Pastor Pam and Jim Dumont have sowed the incorruptible seed of God's word, both in Erie, Pennsylvania, United States of America, Nigeria, and other parts of the world. Especially, our community, Umwere, in Anambra State, and Enugu State, many other parts of Nigeria that we have been and ministered to people and especially the ministers in our nations and and the teachings we will never forget their visits and we're looking forward to some more and thank god for the indelible marks left on our people for posterity my wife and i wish them the best in christ as they take the mantle of another phase of their ministry because the end of one chapter is the beginning of another one. Remember, we never retire to ignite. Peace, Team Obidike and Cecilia. We love you. Well, the memory that I'm going to talk about is the one from just a few months ago when you both had just arrived and not less than uh, a day later Jim, you, you fell and you died. And within an hour, I was with Pam at the hospital. Pam's phone was blowing up. It was, she was getting messages from all over the United States. And there was one that came through with a picture. And it was your church family that was gathering. And, and, the, and the pastor, Jason, had called people. And there was a lot of them that showed up. And they were praying for you. It was so beautiful. It just, it just touched my heart so much. I remember crying over it. 
you two have had a very unique life and you've been so genuine and you've really been such honest people and I just know that that this next chapter that you're in it's it's going to be awesome because you've trusted God through your whole life and what happened a few months ago it's just wow well my time's up I love you both Hello, Pastor Jim and Pam. I just wanted to add our congratulations to you on completing 40 years of ministry. Uh, we're so excited for your next phase, and uh, we're praying for God's best for you and for your entire family. I was just talking to Janet the other day. I can't believe it's been 20 years already since we first met. I'll never forget our first meeting at Haas's after church that one Sunday when Jameson, uh, I think he was around 12 at the time, shouted out that his mom turned 37 so he could get attention from all the servers and I think for a free birthday cake. Uh, the funny thing of it was, it wasn't even her birthday and uh, we were so embarrassed. And uh, there's so many memories that we will always cherish. We had trips together, we've attended conferences together, parties, uh, we've been in each other's homes and shared many family events. And uh, we, we just value you guys as pastors, as mentors, as uh, friends. And more, important, more importantly, you're like family to us, and uh, you always will be. So thank you for sharing your lives with us, and uh, I'm sorry we can't be there today. We're both scheduled out of town, but uh, we'll make a point of getting together with you very soon. God bless you. Well, Jim, I, I don't know what to say. It's been a a long and interesting journey for you, I'm sure. You know, Jim, I was once lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. And that's thanks to you. And uh, I really appreciate it and uh, wish you and Pam the best. Congratulations, Dan and Poppy. This is a huge accomplishment. I can't wait to make more memories with you. One of my favorite memories is probably going to the beach. I love you so much. Hi, Nana and Poppy. We're so grateful that you're on this earth still, and we love you a lot. Who's the hero of Parkville? Cat and dog. At this time, I would like to invite Dr. Justin Dumont to come up and share. Justin. Thank you, uh, everyone, for uh, all these kind words. Definitely a lot of memories. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad he's here. <laughs> so, 
uh, I had a whole speech prepared. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. But, um, I mean, you know, he, he scared us last fall. And, <laughs> and um, you know, as I uh, stayed in uh, the ICA room with him for a number of days, um, you know, I just couldn't help but reflect and think a lot about the, uh, the life he's led and the contributions uh, that he's made to all of us and uh, the community. Man, I don't cry. <laughs> uh, you know, and I don't know. I'm fortunate because I'm on the other side and we're on the other side of this, you know, and we're, this isn't a funeral, you know, and, and, and I can actually see him go on and on to do other, you know, great things. Um, maybe I can get to a little of my speech done. Um, you know, as I sat there and watched my dad, you know, lie in that, that, that intensive care room, I, 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 you know, I just, there's one thing that just kind of kept coming up, and, and that's, the guy's committed, you know. He's, he is, uh, he kind of exemplifies in my mom as well. This is sorry, mom. You're, you're in here too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on, mom. You can come on over here. Uh, <laughs> You know, they, they both really exemplify what it means to be committed, and, and committed in a lot of different ways. Um, one being committed to the call that they had on their lives, right? And, you know, that it takes a lot of courage and guts to do what they, what they did. Um, and they saw it through, which is incredible, because in our world today, people don't commit to things for long periods of time. You know, they, you know... Commitments are short-lived. They're often um, disguised in self-interest. And, um, you know, there's, they're often fleeting. Um, but they committed and they saw something through, which is quite an accomplishment. Yes, it is. You know, and, and they've also been committed to loving people. And in each, in each and every one of us, I think, can attest to that. Um, you know, we have a saying at our, at our church that, you know, we want to be people that, you know, see people through and not see through people. And, and I feel that, you know, the two of them have really demonstrated that really well. And that seeing, um, coming alongside and supporting people at their darkest times and at their toughest times. Um, and without any self-interest, but just to show the love of Christ. Um, that is truly incredible. You know, and, and they've been committed to bettering themselves. You know, one of the memories of my dad, uh, I, as I grow up, every night he falls asleep with a book on his chest. Every night. And, you know, as a kid, you're kind of like, man, what, can't you have any fun sometimes? <laughs> uh, you know, but, but at the end of the day, you know, as I've gotten older and as I've, you know, kind of experienced things, you know, when I have situations that come up when I don't, I don't know what what to do with a patient, let's say. And I, I mean, I'm frantically looking. And it's the same thing with them. I mean, this is life and death for them, meaning the lives of people, their destinies, are, uh, were of great value and are of great value to them. And they see the value of each and every person. Um, and that is um, truly something of honor and, and something that we should all respect because it's just it's just as uncommon in today's world. And you know the next thing is they've just been committed to each other. 
right? And, you know, oftentimes I think in, in the public setting, you know, you don't always see the struggles that go on, but the support that happens behind the scenes has always been there, and it's something that I've tried to, you know, really take forward with my own family as well. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, and I'm forgetting everything else, but that's okay. Uh, I was not expecting this. I'm usually pretty calm, but, um, you know, I, I'm just so excited they're going to be moving on and doing some different things in their lives and coming and spending more time with us, hopefully. And, um, you know, just really grateful that He's alive. you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being alive, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> he, Justin told me when I got out of the hospital, Dad, you were dead. Don't do that again. <laughs> All right. Thanks. This is my power team. Power team. All right. These, These guys literally sang me out of a coma. They, they were coming, and they thought it might be the last time they'd see their grandfather. And they started singing. And I woke up. <laughs> right? You guys are my power team. And you know the power of prayer, right? Uh-huh. Amen. Okay, I think we're messing up the format here. <laughs> that was great. Thank you, Justin and family. At this time, I'd like to invite Pastor Al Detter to come up and share. Well, before I start, I uh, want to say something to Justin. Where are you? There you are. You've turned out pretty well. I was remembering the night I got this call from the state police, and he and uh, my son and somebody else were pranking on the interstate, and at about 11.30, we got a call. You've turned out really well, so it's a privilege for me to say something about Jim and my apologies. You know, I was thinking about Jim, and I didn't include you in my remarks, Pam, so what I say about him goes for you, too, all right? Okay, Jim and I have had this way of addressing each other over the years. I call him Dr. Detter, how are you? And then uh, he would call me James, how are you? So we, we still do that to this day. But now, seriously, I was thinking about the Bible. A lot of the Bible is about examples for us today as we live. And I wanted to know is there a good example of James Dumont in the Bible? And I found one. <laughs> Top of my list. Barnabas. Barnabas. Acts chapter 11. He was sent to the church of Antioch. And verses 23 and 24 say, When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. Is that James or what? Now, you really get to know what a person's like over the long haul. I've known him for 30 years, and Jim's the real deal. 
And those three characteristics are so true of him, a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. We've been in a pastor's group for 25 years or more together. I've seen his goodness. I've seen the fullness of the Spirit in him. I've seen his faith. That's how he arrived in town. That's how he is today. That's how he's going to be going forward. And out from this comes laughter. Jim can laugh with the best of them, can't he? I actually try to think of ways to make him laugh because I want to hear him laugh. And it is so compelling. It's good medicine. And he isn't just concerned about church members. There are many times he expressed personal care for me. He went out of his way. Do you know that most pastors don't minister to each other? And that's too bad. I've seen the fullness of the Spirit in him on countless occasions. He walks in the Spirit. He talks in the Spirit. And this is true. In the Spirit, Jim and I even cast out demons together. And I think about going to Israel. The bus broke down. We laid hands on the bus together. Jim believes in the impossible all the way to resurrection. And speaking about resurrection, Jim's a man of faith, and he leads this ministry. You can count on him because he walks in the Spirit. And when we've done these things together, even casting out demons, I thought that was so incredible for Baptists and Pentecostals to get together like that. And he's a man of faith. As he leaves the ministry, he's stepping out in faith that God has a great next chapter for both of you. Jim believes in the impossible all the way, as I said, to resurrection. And speaking of resurrection, Jim and Pam were with me in Israel in 2017. At the empty tomb, the garden tomb, Jim gave a message before communion. It was powerful. Everyone was touched. And they're going back with me in 2019 to Israel. And guess what? This time it's not at the empty tomb of Christ. It's the empty tomb of Lazarus. And he's going to get up and give a talk about resurrection, and the modern-day Lazarus will have that word. Well, it's hard to keep a Baptist pastor under 30 minutes. So, Jim, I love you. Pam, I love you. And if the world ever needed a Barnabas, and they do, men like you, it is now. And perhaps I know that you will touch so many lives that they'll be standing in line to see Barnabas and Lazarus. God bless you. We're honored to participate in this great celebration ceremony. In the scene where Rocky Balboa reaches the top of the stairs, in his workout routine, he is celebrating, but not because he's finished. In fact, the big event is still ahead. And so, with Pastors Jim and Pam, the celebration is because they have trained hard, worked hard, and in fact accomplished much for the kingdom of God. But great opportunities lie ahead, walking in His resurrection power to continue to represent God's grace to save and power to heal and deliver. So there are, in fact, many lives to impact, mountains to move, and hearts to inspire. What most of you know is the vision pastors Jim and Pam have brought to Erie in establishing a Word of Faith church, the bookstore, and Leadership Christian Academy. But what many of you do not know is that the west entrance to the church is Dumont Drive. (laughs) 
A road represents, represents a passage, a way, a course. And so they have created a way for each of us to know him better. And even more, the road works both ways, coming and going. For many years, the Duwants and this body of believers have prayed for and anointed many from here who were sent. And so tonight, we are in many respects anointing them as they go and are being sent. I am only requesting that as they go, they use Dumont Drive. (laughs) Not tonight, but after the great winter thaw, we will install the sign for all to see and officially establish Dumont Drive. Pastor Jim and Pam... Pastor Jim and Pam, speaking on behalf of the staff, we love you and we're grateful for the ministry opportunities that you have given each one of us. God's blessings, everyone. Pastor Jim and Pam, congratulations on this next phase of your ministry. The fact that you planted this church so many years ago and It's transitioning to the next generation is just remarkable. The price that you've paid and what you've sown with your life, only God knows. But the fruit is known not only to to, to earth, but it's known in heaven. It will be known for eternity. Michelle and I count it such an incredible privilege to be your friends. We are so thankful, Pastor Jim, that you stayed on the earth with us last year and that God kept you and that that miracle in your heart and in your life is keeping you on the planet for this next phase of your life and of your ministry together. We just celebrate with your church. We celebrate with everyone that loves you. And we are just so very grateful for what God has done in your life. You've helped change the world. You've changed the landscape of eternity. We love you so much. Congratulations. We'd be there to celebrate with you this evening. However, we're in church and we have a Saturday night service, so we'd be there with you. We love you so much. Congratulations and God bless you. Hi, Jim and Pam. I just want to say congratulations on 40 years of service on this 30th anniversary of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. You're both amazing examples of leadership and love. You brought so many souls to Christ, and you've been a fantastic brother and sister-in-law to me. And you laugh at all my jokes. So again, I want to say congratulations. Here's to the next 30 or 40 years of adventure and fun, and I love you. Pastor Jim and Pam. We are so proud of what of your accomplishments and your accomplishments to come. Miracle Man, there's no doubt that the Lord has had plans for you. Signing off, Cindy. We love you. Hey, wish you the guys the best. Bye. <laughs> Take it easy. Greetings from Rainbow Bible Training College here in Tulsa. Jim and Pam, Jason and Liz, and everyone at Erie Christian Fellowship Church, congratulations. We celebrate with you. We're just expecting God to continue to do uh, through you and in you what he's done the last decades. We just know that your community will, will continue to experience the life of God through your church and through your lives. 
and we celebrate with you. And we're so glad, so proud for you, each and every one of you. God bless you. Have a great day. Well, Jim, it's been a long time since you left home for Pennsylvania. Mom and I remember that day well and the bittersweet memories that are part of life's milestones. We know that you are in good hands and that your desire to serve God would not be in vain. Though we wouldn't, we could not see the path before you at that time. We pray that you and Pam would find the way. Over 40 years have come and gone. And during that time, you gave us a grandson and some years later, grandchildren. You were faithful in serving God no matter where he required you to go. And in time, he rewarded you, your efforts with a wonderful church and congregation. This past year has been difficult for my eye, but we are managing and grateful for each and every day we have. We are proud of you, Jim, and grateful that we'll be around for years to come. Uh, we have love from Dad and Mom, and amen. At this time, I would like to invite Pastor Sam Smucker to say a few words. Pastor Sam comes from us to us from the Worship Center in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where he and his wife, Sherilyn, ministered for 40 years. They now mentor pastors and ministry leaders around the world while overseeing the Worship Center Ministers Network. Pastor Sam serves as a member of our board here at ECF, and most importantly, they're dear friends of Pastor and Pam. Pastor Sam. Well, I'm about cried out. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm a crybaby like he is. And um, stand over here, hon. Right there. Um, but Sherilyn and I love Jim and Pam Dumont. When what? Um, <laughs> I'm like you. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> um. We've, uh, Cheryl and I have worked with or ministered with uh, Jim and Pam, I don't know how many years now, in the uh, Rama Regional District work here in the Northeast. And um, we, uh, we have appreciated and appreciate their uh, friendship, their, our connection with them. Uh, it seems... Stop it. <laughs> when Jim walks into the room, Jim and Pam walk into the room, there's something that happens. It's like 
security comes on the scene. When we would have our district meetings, um, I see you there, Bill. Good to see you, Bill and Valerie. Um, it, it was, it, I just always loved when I saw Jim and Pam come. Not that I don't like the other district directors, they're all great, but something special, there's a security that comes. So we love you, and we care deeply about you, and we're glad you're still here. <laughs> and um, I'll never forget uh, last, when was it, October that that happened, or when was that? September. September. And we drove up to Maine to see them, and um, never forget, he was up and around. I didn't know how I'd find him, but he was up, how we would find him, but he was up and around. And it was so nice to spend a little time with him and Pam. And Sherlyn has uh, something she'd like to share. Well, when I thought about sharing a verse, uh, I said, Lord, what, what verse should I share? And immediately, this is the one that came. to my mind. It's um, Hebrews 6.10. For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown for his name in ministering to the needs of the saints, God's people, as you do. And I thought it was interesting. It said that God is not unjust. He is a just God, isn't he? And so I was just thinking of, you know, when I saw those, the, the pictures of when you started in the campground. He didn't forget. He was not unjust. And he did not forget all the years as you started the church and the hard times and the rejoicing times. He did not forget. And even now, as you go through the next um, adventures ahead in your life. He does not forget your work and the love which you've shown. And that describes you so much, guys. The love that you have, the care that you have for people, it's, it shows everywhere you go. And we've been so, um, I don't know, we've, we've been encouraged by you, just how you, um, the love that you have and the commitment you have to vision. Um, and so, the next chapter, he will, not, he will continue not to forget. And just like all the, all the things that you've sown into this ministry, all the things that you've sown are going to, they're, they're, they're still going to be there. And through the, to the years, you've changed, God, God changed through you guys so many lives. And so he's a just God. Doesn't forget. Amen. Amen. Uh, the scripture that I got when I was thinking about just sharing a few words. This was uh, Jesus. It says, he said to them, therefore, every scribe, one of the last times I talked to you, you said you're writing a book. Therefore, every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and old. So I was thinking, uh, Jim and Pam, that um, the experience, 
all of the experience and all of the uh, word that you have taught in the past, God will use that and bring it to the, to the forefront today as you walk into the new. So he'll use your experience, your teachings, and bring more revelation, and you'll carry that with the anointing of the Holy Spirit into the new and what God has for you down the road. So we're excited. Uh, we, Cheryl and I, as you know, walked through, and you came down to our service too. We walked through this about a year and a half ago, and um, it's wonderful. You know what's wonderful about it? <laughs> you don't have the weight of the church anymore. <laughs> Give it to Jason. He's got that. <laughs> Honestly, I remember Matt Milan. He's the one that, that uh, you know, took the reins at Worship Center. And a couple months before the transition a day, like tomorrow is going to be here, um, he said, Pastor Sam, he came to my office and said, Pastor Sam, I'm really starting to feel the weight of this. <laughs> the weight of this. I said, good, because I'm releasing it. <laughs> but we brought a couple of gifts for you. So, uh, Doug, if you'd bring those up here, that'd be great. Wow. Yeah. So, this is a... You know, this man uh, founded the Bible school that both Jim and... Did you attend to? No, you didn't. You yeah. didn't attend. Jim and Pam and Sherlin and I attended. And so when a man makes a huge mark on your life, uh, it's just good to honor him. Amen. So this is a legacy edition of the Kenneth Hagin Bible. And um, there's, a, there's a note in there from us. So don't lose that note because there's some stuff in it. So just, just, just to give people a little background that, that don't know Pastor Sam, uh, he grew up as an Amish boy yeah. mm-hmm. uh, on an Amish farm, and, uh, but you had a uh, vehicle, would you have uh, some kind of a fast vehicle in the barn, right? What? You mean, you mean my, my first car? Yeah. 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 I mean, we're, we're yeah. kind of pushing the boundaries there. Yeah, I was. But just, just to give you a testimony of how, what God can do, he, he grew up in Lancaster uh, on a farm as an Amish boy. And 40 years ago, they planted their church there. Yeah. And three, 4,000 people yeah. a weekend. Yeah. But we're talking about you tonight, not me. Well, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but I, appreciate I just it. want people to know the stature of people that have come here okay. to honor us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, Al, Al was talking about his laugh. I love that laugh, too. Sometimes when I call him, I, I hear that laugh over the phone, man. It brings joy to you. And then here's our other gift. I'm sorry, Jason, we're taking too much time. Yeah, you can un- take it off. But this is something you can put in your house. Oh, wow. You know, you oh, preach the gospel yeah. all these years. Oh, wow. Yeah, an artist from our church made that, and so you can keep it as a treasure. All right, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Love you. All right. Thank you, Pastor Sam and Cheryl Lynn. I would now like to invite the board members and their wives to join us, Chris and Linda Miller, Pastor Sam Smucker, 
and Sherilyn and my wife, my beautiful wife. Please come and join us. Pastor and Pam, I'd like to invite you to stand, please. Paul Luciano, Gary Jenkins, Chris Miller, Pastor Sam Smucker, and Reverend Robin Roberts serve our church family faithfully. They offer wisdom, counsel, direction, encouragement, prayer, and friendship to the leadership of this church. I know that they have been instrumental to the successful ministry of Pastor and Pam and to the success of this congregation. We are thankful for their service. I've asked Chris to present our final gift to Pastors Jim and Pam. Chris. Well, good evening. I'd like to uh, tell you a little quick uh, anecdote here. Uh, it's a difficult thing finding a church, a church where you believe you belong, that you can't wait to get back to, not just on Sundays, but at, at any time. And so uh, my wife and I, about 16, 17 years ago, were looking for a church. And there's a long story behind it, but, but we came here. I actually came here kind of on her tails. She said, we need to go here. And so I went. And by the way, we live in northeast Pennsylvania, which for some people that seems like a long ways away. Sometimes it feels like a long ways away. At any rate, on our first visit, as everybody here can attest, and those that can't be here can attest, that, you know, you walk in the door. Actually, before you get to the door, you notice it's a beautiful campus. It's well-kept. And when you walk into the doors, I mean, you can just feel the love. Everybody don't know you, but they just accept you and embrace you and start loving on you. And so I, I appreciated that. But, but the other thing that was here when I walked in was uh, a beautiful rendition, a picture of the future of this church. Uh, somebody, you know, had expressed what they saw and someone put it down in a beautiful rendition of the future of this church, the church as it sits today. And... Uh, and so we went to church, and I left, and, and I said to my wife, this, this, is, a, this is a good church. This, this pastor has incredible, incredible vision. Um, so we, we came here to be filled, uh, to learn, and to, to find our place. Um, but we stayed because of the vision. Now, Pastor Jim is not what I would call a hugger. <laughs> and and but he's a very direct and simple guy. And uh, I can tell you that when he invited me at some point to, to participate, one of the things that I always came up against and have found very interesting among churches any church that I belong to is, they have a great deal of faith and vision, but they're not very good at putting plans down on paper, even though it's a really good idea. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I, I, I frustrate a lot of people, my family, my business partners, my wife, and of course, Pastor Jim and Pastor Diane and some others, because every time they ask me to participate in something, I go, yeah, 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 I'd love to. So where's the plan? 
and they kind of give me a deer in the headlights look. Well, that's why you're here. We'd like you to, to give us a hand. And so we came here to be filled, but we, we stayed because of the vision. And it, to be honest with you, God sealed it one day when Pastor Jim rode his motorcycle into the church. <laughs> and, and I happened to be very passionate about motorcycling. And I turned to my wife and said, well, that seals the deal. <laughs> this, is where, this is where we're going to come. But over the last 17 years, uh, Jim and Pam have demonstrated a humbling faith in their vision and mission. Incredibly humbling. A steadfast love for God and his word. Unconditional love for us. I, you know, I haven't been the greatest person, and I'm sure many of you haven't gotten it right, and even they admit they haven't gotten it right, but they never give up on us. Not ever. Counsel, anytime, any place. And, uh, you know, every time I had a problem and I, and I came to Jim, he somehow was able to, to take this big thing in my life or in my family's life and, and make it very, very small and easy to handle. And, uh, and, and in such a smooth way that I would walk away kind of wondering what just happened there. But, but knowing deep down inside that he just, he just told me everything I needed to know. And I knew that it was God working through him. Encouragement to seek God first. To draw close and to listen for his direction and guidance in our own lives. They always align with God's word. Always. No matter what happens. No matter what kind of push from the outside, no matter how difficult the task inside, no matter how much they may have been hurt or hurting themselves, they've always stayed aligned and focused on God's word. They have recognized and embraced their stewardship over this church. They acknowledged that it was for a time, not forever, for a time. And the reason this is going to work is because unbeknownst to most people is they've been working on this moment and this time their whole lives. They have, by believing and acting in faith with the body, with the body, They've partnered with us in every way by being open and sharing and asking for help when they needed it. Build a church that truly reflects a representation of Jesus Christ. And so as Pam and Jim together and individually, because though they're together, they, they have received and and we'll continue to receive things that they must do independently and together. As they move into a new season, we believe, the body believes, that their work should be honored and remembered by those coming after 
coming after. Their vision and journey, reminding, reminding on a daily basis, and inspiring others to fulfill God's great commission. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Pastor Jim and Pam, it's, it's been my great pleasure and honor to, to work with you, to be a very small part of your lives. Um, but this evening, we, we would like to, to help not only you, but also this great church that you've built uh, to continue on and, and remember that which you did for God, for Jesus, and for all of us and those that will walk through these doors in the future. Erie Christian Fellowship Church. This is the vision that was given to Jim so many years ago. To reach a million souls for Jesus Christ. This church was founded in July of 1989 by Pastor James P. Dumont and Pastor Pamela A. Dumont. Move to Erie, become established, and build a great church. They have, and we will never forget. They responded to God's call with an unwavering commitment to the preaching of the gospel, the teaching of faith, the healing of the sick, and the expression of God's love. Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Habakkuk 2.2 Presented today, January 26th, 2019. Godspeed. This founder's plaque will be mounted at the main entrance of our church building and will serve as a constant reminder of God's faithfulness. It will serve as a reminder of our founding pastors and their journey of obedience, faith, sacrifice, and service. Before we take our seats, I would like to gather around and pray for Pastor and Pam, so come join me. Congregation, if you could stretch out your hand towards them in agreement. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight celebrating our wonderful and faithful pastors. As you have poured out your favor upon them these last 37 years of ministry, we ask that you would continue to pour out your goodness upon them, abundantly more than they could ask or imagine, as they enter into this new and exciting season. Blessing, favor, provision, and harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Board members, you can take your seats at this time. Pastor Jim and Pam, you can remain standing. Our church family could never thank you enough for all that you've done. You've taught us faithfully from the Word. You've lived your lives openly and honestly as an example to all of us. We're thankful and greatly blessed by your friendship and love that you have given us. We rejoice together with you as you enter this new season that God has planned. Thank you. The floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> well, let, let me just say this. Um, I am most grateful to this beautiful woman that stands beside me. I wouldn't be here today if she had not made a resolute determination uh, that baffled me, but nevertheless, she made a decision to put Jesus before me. And I went out to save her from the religious fanatics. <laughs> or, but, but she had made a decision, regardless if I came or not, she was going with Jesus. And I, have, I will always honor and respect her for making that decision. And God um, has given me the most beautiful and wonderful help me that I could ask for. My conversion experience. Uh, we've had a lot of death and life experiences. But uh, it happened on a dorm room floor. And Pam was a major part of that. Uh, and, uh, and then of, of late, she stood by my side and fought for my, for my resurrection and my, uh, my life. And uh, to God goes all the glory for what he's done. Uh, I see this as a seed that we've planted because I know under the capable leadership, and we'll talk about that tomorrow because tomorrow's your day, uh, but you know the apostle, the apostle Paul said you know uh, I planted Apollos watered but God gave the increase mm -hmm. and if we're all faithful to do the part that he calls us to do and there's no greater uh, <clears throat> or non-significant part uh, all he re requires is that we do our part. And if we do our part, he will give the increase. So we are most grateful for not only his sustaining faithfulness, and you can see the amazing people that he has surrounded us, those that have or on the platform tonight, and those of you that are seated and have taken time to come and honor us tonight. Um, God has uh, shown his sustaining faithfulness, but he's going to continue to do that. And we know that, uh, that there are greater realms and spheres of influence, because I like what Chris quoted, Jesus said, 
I am with you always. And so he's always going to be with us. So we never have to be fearful about uh, transition, about uh, change. We never have to be fearful if, if we do it and acknowledge uh, that he's, that he's uh, with Pastor Nancy. I see you over there. <laughs> God bless you, Pastor Nancy Hudson. Um, and uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Ashley, I see several of our ministry friends and I thank you all for coming. Yes. It means so much to us. People have asked me, are you teary-eyed? Are you sad? And it's like, no. How can you be sad? Um, we knew that the ministry is a sacred gift. And we're stewards of it. And it is for a season. And it is over before you realize it. It goes really quickly. But as we were preparing for all of this, and it's been in, in the works, in the talks, for, for uh, quite a while, because we knew that it was time. We knew that God calls you to a city, and he calls you to a generation. And to pass the baton to a next generation is, is actually a very beautiful thing. And it, it perpetuates and, and continues the gospel. And so we knew that this was coming. And I've watched this man. No one knows the hours that he has spent in the Word. No one knows how he just studies all the time. I never wondered where he was because he was always in the Word. And he has served here faithfully for 30 years, never took a sick day. His average work hour week started at 60 hours because he was so dedicated. He was, we were called to this city. Mind you, we're New Englanders. And we get to celebrate next week, by the way. <laughs> but we were called to this city. And you go where you're sent and you stay where you're stationed. You never quit. You never say, well, God, I don't like this. Because one day we're all going to stand before the Lord and he's going to say, did you do what I told you to do? Not did you like it. (laughs) You can't be stationed in Anchorage and say, God, I'm going to Hawaii. You go where he sends you and this is the city he sent us. And so we came here determined to fulfill the call of God on our life and to live as fruitful as we can. And the beautiful thing about God is he always takes a bunch of novices and he turns them into champions. We were novices when we started. We're still novices. But he's not asking for the perfect. He's just asking for those who will obey. And, and so Jim has, because has, I know this man and love and respect this man, he obeyed and he stayed. And, and we've had some real high mountaintops and we've had some tough valleys. 
in the high mountaintops, he's never taken any credit. And in the low valleys, he never, ever heard, you never heard the word, I want to quit. Ever. For 30 years, I never heard him say, I want to quit. I will fulfill what God has called us to do. And so, as we go into this, we knew this transition was coming. And here is the guy who never took a sick day. The most unexpected thing happened. I did take a sick day when I came back from Israel the first time I went. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a long story. (laughs) I'm making a point here. (laughs) My point is the most unexpected thing occurred. This healthy man died on the road. And when I looked at him and I saw his eyes, I'll never forget those eyes. And so people say, well, are you sad? It's like, we knew the transition was coming and I could either face it alone or I could face it with my best friend. With or without, the transition was coming. God gave me him back. What is this? Nothing. There are no problems. We just need faith in God. And honestly, saints, my faith is higher is ever than it ever higher than it's ever been. I can, it's like I believe God in a different realm than I've ever believed him. And last year was my Philippians 3.10 verse. I started that year wanting to know that verse, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of suffering. I was concentrating on the suffering part. I wanted to know what Jesus paid for me. I had no idea what that year of study and and the subsequent studies would produce that I truly do know him now in the power of his resurrection. And honestly, I stand before you shivering because I am a Hebrews 11.35 woman. Some women receive their dead by resurrection, and I am one of those women. And to whom much is given, saints, much is expected. And it's like, Lord, how did this happen? And I can't thank you enough. And I'm going to live the rest of my days in honor of that incredible gift of to fulfill the call. Saints, we don't know what's coming, but the doors are opening. Greater realms and spheres of influences. And people have always, people have asked, how did this thing occur? How did you, how did this miracle occur? And it can only be one thing. It is because you are a body of believers when you heard your pastor went down, a prayer meeting was organized in 10 minutes, and you, 
you guys would not be denied the life of this man. People said that we felt compelled. We had to drop what we were doing. And the, the pictures that showed up of you guys praying for us. It's marvelous. This is a time to rejoice, and it's a whole new season of ministry, and it's a whole new fresh anointing. And I just want to say, you've been the captain of the ship. You've been a good soldier. But you know what? You're getting promoted to general. Give them a hand as they come down, guys. Well, tonight we close this service in the same way we opened it, with worship. Before we do, I want to let you know that we've created a fun and beautiful space in the lobby for everyone to enjoy. You can write those love notes and include them in the scrapbook. You can take a selfie with our pastor and Pam caricatures. You can enjoy one of those cupcakes. Yes, you really can touch them and take them off that beautiful table. Don't mind the falling flowers. It's most importantly... What we want you guys to do is visit with Pastor and Pam and with each other. There is a card box located at the welcome table for any cards or monetary gifts you may have. Offering envelopes are also available in the back in the sanctuary if needed, and you can just place them in the card box in the lobby. We'll be closing the service with a special song. Many of you know how we've enjoyed hearing Pam sing and perform throughout the years. I remember well hearing her sing the hymn, How Great thou art. Let us sing together and worship the Lord. Wasn't this an awesome night tonight? Can we give God praise one more time tonight? Thank you, Lord. So now at this time, we need our pastors and pastors Jason and Liz to exit. So they're going to exit right now. We don't want you to get them yet. Okay, so they got to leave the building for a second. And so we're going to pray and then we're going to have a great time of fellowship So bow our heads and let's pray together. Father, thank you for tonight. You are awesome in this place. And the things that you've done through your servants, we honor tonight. To whom um, honor is due tonight, we give them that honor. And Father, we thank you that you are faithful to complete what you start. Not only in our pastors, but in each one of us here in this room. So Father, thank you also tonight that for such a time as this, we're gathered together. And that we get to be a part of this time in history of this church. And so, Father, bless this time together where we meet and greet and enjoy each other and celebrate our great pastors and friends. And we pray this tonight in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. All right, enjoy yourselves. You are dismissed.